0: Hello and welcome to Tennis Pal Chronicles, the podcast to feed your passion for all things tennis. This is a special report coming to you live from the Cincinnati Open Tennis Tournament, where our Andy Murray fan favorite reporter Peter Childs was able to meet Mark Pecci, former coach for Andy Murray, and ask him a few questions live. Peter also shares his fan experience being at the Cincy Tournament for the third time, and he gives us his story about meeting Andy and receiving a selfie and book signature from his hero and number one inspiration. Being close to the Andy Murray camp there at the tournament, Peter learned a surprise decision regarding the U.S. Open and Andy's plans in New York. I interviewed Peter past midnight via Skype in his hotel just outside the tournament on the day he was able to interview Mark Pecci. The interview with Mark Pecci happened live at Cincinnati, so you will hear a lot of crowd noise and tournament play in the background. Please excuse the lesser audio quality of the interview and the Skype call with Peter, but I'm sure you'll feel like we do that it was a special moment and we're really grateful to have it on Tennis Pal Chronicles. So welcome back to Tennis Pal Chronicles. I'm so excited to have our reporter from Texas, Peter Childs, online. Hi, Peter. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing so great. I can't believe that you're in Cincinnati at the tournament right now.
1: Yeah, it's uh, really amazing, and I love being here. It's my third time uh, coming.
0: So, of course, Peter, you're our fan favorite reporter for Andy Murray. Tell us a little bit about how Andy Murray became your favorite.
1: Uh, He became my favorite really early on when he started playing. When he played in San Jose, I believe in 2006, and won the title. Um, That's what really uh, captured my attention. Just a whole lot of grit from this young guy, this young Brit that's just doing things. And he's got his own style of play where he's got a lot of tenacity. His ground strokes are amazing. He gets to every single ball that he can. And he's just a great guy. So. Yeah.
0: He really is. He he is a role model for a lot of tennis players and he's very progressive in the way of moving the game forward as well. Exactly. So that's great. So how many years have you been going to Cincinnati?
1: So this is my 3rd year. Um I went uh in 2017 and 18 so third consecutive year and definitely going to be a series ticket holder for hopefully the rest of my life. So it's wow. the best tournament I think from what I've heard from everybody else the way it's so fan friendly you can see all the coaches and players walk by and it's just an amazing venue
0: wow that's great i can't wait to visit sometime i've never been there in fact the only tennis tournament that i've been to is indian wells which of course is outstanding but i can't wait to visit other places like cincy
1: oh yeah you need to come
0: yeah it'd be so fun to do it together and and, uh, i'll also record the podcast live together that'd be so great
1: Yeah, that would be fun.
0: So it must be amazing, Peter, to be there in Cincinnati. Can you describe the feeling for us a little bit?
1: Yeah. So just walking around the venue, you can see so many uh, coaches. And uh, I said hey to Sloan earlier. uh, um, Sloan Stevens. Actually, excuse me, yesterday. I um, told Conchita Martinez uh, that she was doing a good job with uh, Pliskova today and Sadly, she had to lose against Feta, who was playing too well today. But uh, just seeing all the coaches and the players just walk around, it's just amazing that um, the venue is just so nice where you can just move around the courts, see all of the players, practice, and then get autographs and selfies. And so I've gotten to know um, Tom Hill, um, who's British. He is the... uh, coach of Maria Sicari Um, and he's only 24 but he's bringing a whole lot of uh, fresh perspective into her game seeing so many coaches like that and um, getting even pictures with them is always fun um, because you get the analytical aspect of uh, how their game is progressing and developing and sometimes regressing Um, So I usually try to sit uh, near the coaches' boxes, and you can do that in almost all of the courts except uh, center court. So it's a whole lot of fun uh, being a fan of all of these great players and getting uh, to witness just every aspect about tennis, I think. Yeah. So yeah.
0: That is so great. And I feel like on the women's side, tennis is evolving so dramatically fast. They are just really coming up, aren't they?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it's great that uh, the WTA is doing um, WTA coaches roundtables at the Cincinnati Open now. So that definitely helps all of the coaches understand and get a feel for uh, media to tell um, their side of the story of uh, what their players are going through. And um, always those interactions really help make the uh, experience for fans to realize, you know, what the players are going through a whole lot better, even in the down times when somebody's got to lose at the end.
0: So, yeah. And walking around, uh, I'm just thinking about the food and coffee and like what's your go to place? What's your signature move there?
1: Uh, La Rosa's uh, is my signature place to get a nice veggie calzone. Uh, It's just got spinach and tomato and I got some uh, garlicky, buttery sauce the other day that I spilled on my Great Britain shirt. Oh, no. (laughs) So, that polo needs to get in the wash soon. Aside from that, it's uh, a lot of good food there. Um, And they have Grater's ice cream, which is, I guess, a Midwestern-only style. And so that brand is always there. Um, And Andy actually posed as an employee of Grater's, I believe, about four years ago. And that was a hilarious video that I uh, watched from time to time. So uh, they have a coffee chiller that apparently doesn't have coffee in it. I realized on the fourth day when I asked how much coffee is in it. And so I felt duped a little, but it's still amazing and it'll keep you cool for a little while in the hot sun.
0: How funny that they call it a coffee cooler, but it has zero coffee
1: in it. Exactly. (laughs) And they're like, it's coffee flavored. And I'm like, but no, is it really? So, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: great. Any last thoughts, any highlights uh, that you want to share with our listeners?
1: Other than just seeing everybody from all of my friends that I met up with, Cincy is the place to be, uh, in my humble opinion. I mean, uh, it's inexpensive enough to, you know, really go for at least two or three days. And a lot of my friends uh, just meet up just to watch a nice night match in the. Nice Midwestern uh, sun and it's it's just amazing i I'm speechless now at just thinking about this past week
0: so tell us a little bit about your journey if you could walk us through what was it like uh, going to the tournament what was your day like what's the travel like uh, just give us a little background on the story
1: so I am here uh, in the same hotel um, with my friend Chad uh, his handle is CC smooth. Um, I believe, 13 um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so he's been um, doing the photography for a whole lot of people with uh, Borna Chorich, TFO, um, Serena's people have even um, asked him to do stuff in Venus as well. And so we've known each other since um, 2017. Um, and uh, so uh, we've just gone to the venue um, together every morning and uh, evening, and uh, it's been A whole lot of fun um, meeting up with a whole lot of other tennis Twitter people um, throughout the years, um, going to Cincy, and uh, my day is pretty much uh, start up and see who's on the practice courts um, and hopefully get there as soon as possible to watch them practice, try to get some autographs from some people. And uh, I've gotten a few uh, pictures this year, and I've uh, pretty much held back on um, all of the Um, autographs and selfies that I used to seek out, but it's just a whole lot more uh, relaxed atmosphere this year since I've gotten into the groove of where to go to get your good food and coffee real quick, et cetera. Um, So yeah, so uh, it's a whole lot more social um, now with knowing so many people from tennis Twitter to come to Cincy, and I've definitely gotten a whole lot more of my friends to be like, hey, this is the place to come if you want to pretty much get a good ticket for the price um, versus the U.S. Open and other places. So, yeah. Yeah, so how much is a ticket to go to Cincinnati? So my um, series tickets, I'm in the cheap seats, the uh, back row. Um, it's the 310 section, but it's the second row. So basically... Um, just the third tier is really not a bad seat in uh, the center court, um, in my opinion. It went from uh, five fifty to six fifty with tax, I believe, this year because they were uh, doing the South building, it has nice indoor uh, AC, and they've got a whole lot more stuff for the VIP sections, but it's a pretty good price still. Um, I know That's that great. some others uh, in the 200 sections went up a little bit, but it's still a whole lot cheaper than the U.S. Open.
0: So does your friend have media pass and media access?
1: Oh, yeah. Chad definitely um, got media credentialed two years ago. So, yeah, he's being able to go around the photo pits and just shoot everyone. And it's it's a good life for him. I've seen so many great pictures. And I saw three great ones that he sent, uh, to, uh, Venus's coach and Venus's coach actually thought that, uh, he was a lucky charm for her to take all of the pictures for her. So didn't end up well, uh, tonight, but he's a great photographer. So
0: yeah. Wow. That's super. That's really exciting. Uh, can't wait to see some of those pictures. We'll try to put a link in the uh, show notes to his uh well of course his social media but if he has a a website where people could look at his pictures that would be great too oh yeah so tell us a little bit about what you've experienced so far some of the highlights at cincinnati
1: of course uh seeing andy murray um finally getting a great uh picture with him was a highlight um and then yesterday my friend Um, told me that uh, he was doing autographs, and I had no clue. I was just paying attention to a match. Um, And so I quickly ran out of the stadium, and I had uh, his uh, book that he wrote with me. Um, And uh, so he was apparently just signing little cards real quick, but I had my book in hand, and he was like, do you want me to sign it? And I was like, yes, please. So that was definitely a moment uh, yesterday where I... uh, was really excited and uh, key highlight from this week. It's twelve fifteen. So yeah,
0: what a super highlight! That's amazing. So can you describe a little bit about like where he was to
1: uh,
0: where he was signing uh, the crowd and then accessing him?
1: Um, so he was at a pretty much um, central uh, area that uh, is for um, autographs. It's just a little booth. Um, And it has uh, a whole lot of uh, stuff for the fans. You can come and um, get uh, magnets, um, calendars. Um, So it's just right off of uh, Center Court. So it's pretty easy to access. And um, there was a good line for him to wait to get his autograph. So that was fun. But thankfully, I got in there just in time.
0: Wow, that's exciting. So. Probably several hundred people were out there and and watching him uh, sign and stuff. And then uh, you actually just got in line and and were able to make it up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so great. That's exciting. Um, And then you also shared with me uh, some audio uh, of Mark Petschy. So can you tell us about that story?
1: Okay. So I saw uh, Mark um, from Stadium 3, which is a pretty great court. Um, and Kyle Edmund, uh, was playing against, uh, Medvedev. Um, and so I was just like trying to focus on that or, um, just kind of like be in a place where I would not, uh, be a angry fan where I was just like Medvedev is just going too strong at Kyle. Um, and so I saw <laughs> Mark Petchy's hair out of the corner of my eye. Uh, And it looked like he was uh, working on stuff for uh, Amazon Prime for the UK, of course. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe I could try to catch him. And so quickly after the match, um, quickly after Edmund lost, um, I went over and asked if uh, I could ask him a few questions.
0: For those uh, listeners who don't know who he is, can you explain who he is?
1: So Mark Petchy uh, was the coach of Andy Murray. Um, I believe when he was about 16, Um, and I don't know when they parted, but uh, it was in his uh, early 20s, I believe. So, yeah, so him and uh, Leon Smith, the uh, Davis Cup captain, they were uh, pretty good uh, coaches in uh, Andy's formative years that helped him along his way.
0: And Mark Petchy played a huge role in the Australian Open send-off for Andy Murray. I mean, he was the actual MC who kind of uh, guided the crowd through when they watched the video and talked about kind of like the farewell goodbye to Andy Murray.
1: Yeah, and that was that was an amazing uh, event. And he even said that he got you know, incredibly emotional trying to just get through the interview and saying, you know, that he's been there in spirit, at least when he's not physically around him, just, you know, trying to will him on um, because he's seen what uh, Andy's done over these past few years. And he's a legend now. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing to see all of uh, his team uh, up close and and just see what they've done to help Andy improve uh, to the best of his capabilities, and especially after his hip surgery, what he's gone through to get him to a place where he's going to just play singles now. So yeah, it was was incredibly uh, exciting to meet Mark.
0: Great. Well, we're going to play the uh, audio that you sent, so can you set up the interview just a
1: little bit? Yeah. So I pretty much asked him, um, a few questions, uh, mostly, uh, just, um, what his first match back was like, um, what his, uh, first, uh, title, um, felt to him when, uh, Andy won against Novak a while ago. And, uh, then, uh, basically what, uh, Mark, um, wanted to say to, uh, um, Andy's fans.
0: That's great. Well, uh, let's listen to this incredible, exclusive interview from Peter Childs with Mark Petchy, former coach of Andy Murray and also broadcaster for Amazon Prime. So
1: how did you feel about Andy's
2: first win in Cincinnati? His first match back was great. I, oh, I was super okay. yeah, super encouraged. I thought that you know, given what he's been through, the step into the unknown, the fact that nobody's ever done this and got back on a singles court... Uh, Looking at his numbers, the speeds, the serve. Um, I I was super encouraged. I thought it was a tough draw for him coming back against somebody that uses the angle so well, who who makes that baseline another good metre wider than a lot of players, Gasquet, that actually didn't think it was the best draw. So to come away with the result and the movement and everything else fairly intact, I I, I was happy for him.
1: And how did you feel about his first title here?
2: Uh, His first title here? Um, Listen, I've always... um, you know, every time he uh, he lifts a trophy, you know, it's a, it's a great day. Obviously, coming here to win his first ever Masters uh, and, and winning in the style that he did against Novak as well was obviously extra special uh, for him. Obviously, somebody that he grew up with, that he competed against, but heads with, lost one, um, you know, to win one of these events, Peter, you know, I mean, this is this is a tough ask, you know, to, to get past these in these congested draws and win one of these things. So for him to, to win that first one was obviously a big milestone in his career. And what would you like to say to his fans as a former coach? Give him time. Be patient. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Give it. Be kind. Yeah. Be kind. He, yeah. He, 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 if there's one guy out there that's doing it 100 right and sacrificing to to get back and to give himself a chance at a miraculous end to his career, and he's doing it. Yeah.
1: How do you feel as a former coach, just seeing Proud him, him now? now. Proud yeah. of it. Definitely. He's, he's the guy's a legend. Okay. He's a legend. Thank you so much, Mark. Pleasure you. meeting you, you. sir. Wow,
0: Peter, that was such a huge interview for you to lock down. That was incredible.
1: Yeah, I was uh, really excited just to speak to him. And I was a little nervous at first because uh, I've only uh, gotten a few interviews for people. But uh, just letting all of uh, Andy's fans know how well we appreciate what he's done for us. And Just seeing him back is just so amazing.
0: It is so great to have him back, and it's something that we all didn't expect. From what I understand, he is going to be at the U.S. Open but not playing singles. Is that right?
1: Uh, So that's a very good question. Um, I read Russell uh, Fuller, I believe. He uh, said, um, he's for the BBC Sports, that he's actually not going to be playing um, at all for the U.S. Open and he's going to Winston-Salem. Um, and I had asked his team that when they were uh, playing doubles the other day, um, what they were doing with uh, Winston-Salem. So he is just going to be playing singles there. But at the U.S. Open, I i mean, he might be um, just hanging out with Jamie and practicing or, or doing something. But No mixed doubles, no doubles, and no singles. And I get it that he uh, doesn't want to play a five-set match. Um, But he did admit in BBC Sports that he regretted thinking of um, taking a wild card for qualifying and not realizing that he could play three sets and just uh, get his build-up for the qualifying and hopefully get into the first and second rounds, et cetera, for an actual good five-setter.
0: So how do you feel as a fan that he's not going to be there at the U.S. Open?
1: I'm at peace with it. Mark Petchy was saying that we just need to be patient, and I've said that. And I've felt a whole lot more optimistic, of course, about his chances ever since uh, seeing him against Luca uh, Pui last year at Cincinnati for his first round because it was like just give him time and I mean if he's not back you know and fully loaded and being able to win third fourth round matches it's okay and now that he's fully committed to playing singles and the way he was looking in practice when I saw him uh, I guess I've seen him four practices now this week that he's looking really good he's uh, moving his hips well, he's running well, and I just, I'm just glad that he's at the point um, that he's feeling healthy enough and confident enough in his body to run around and hopefully play five-setters soon.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a blessing for all of us that he's even just back in the game, so it makes us all really grateful. And from what I understand, Andy also has that mentality where he's just happy to be on the court again.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was definitely smiling a whole lot during the practice uh, this morning. And uh, he was laughing at Matt Little. And I uh, said this on Twitter as well, joking with him, his uh, physio, that uh, Matt was trying to serve uh, to Andy and he double faulted twice. And I was like, come on, Matt. And uh, Andy and uh, Matt had a joke about that. So, I mean, he's definitely a whole lot more happier on the court from what I've seen. Um, He's still a perfectionist. He still wants to get those shots in, get the placement in correctly. And I get that. That's Andy and that's, I mean, one reason why we love him that he's, you know, just so determined to get things right on the court. But he really did well today, I think.
0: That's great. As we end, I would love to hear the story of how you got a photo with him. How did
1: that all come together? So that was actually the first practice that I got um, a photo with him. And uh, so um, last year, I accidentally turned the camera around and messed up the selfie. And so I don't usually do selfies that much, but this year I waited patiently after uh, a lot of the kids had you know gotten their autographs and a few selfies. And I was like, "Andy, can you please you know take this photo with me?" And so of course he obliged. That is so great. And
0: how did you feel?
1: I was elated. I mean, just seeing Andy up close, smiling, just incredibly at ease on the court just made me happy. And I told all of my friends that he's looking good. And so I hope he uh, plays for quite a few more years. And I think he can do it.
0: Well, I imagine I'm going to be seeing that on
1: your Twitter profile soon. Yeah, I think I might actually change it to that. So...
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. Peter, I can't thank you enough for representing Tennis Pal Chronicles and we are so lucky to have you. and We love your passion and love your reports about Andy Murray. It's just awesome to hear your devotion to him as a player and then, of course, tennis. And thanks for being there at Cincy for us. And I, I know you sent me a, some audio clips also of the background. And one of them was uh, where they were announcing Novak Djokovic coming on court. So did you get to see him play too?
1: Uh, yeah, I saw him uh, play uh, quite a bit today. And so... I actually had to leave a little uh, early because my friend Chad, um, he's flying out to uh, the U.S. Open qualifiers tomorrow. But, yeah, I got to see him play for the third time, and Novak's looking pretty good. So who knows what will happen for this final and for the U.S. Open. Yeah,
0: we're, we're excited to see. Uh, guys, if you want to follow Peter on Twitter and Instagram, it's tieguy eighty four. T-H-A-I-G-U-Y 84. And again, Peter, thank you so much for being a part of our Tennis Pal Chronicles family. We love having you. We love this report. And it's great to hear what's happening in Cincinnati live from you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's it for this special report of Tennis Pal Chronicles live coverage from the Cincy Open. We'll be releasing our fan favorite reports for Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, Serena Williams, Rafael Nadal, Maria Sharapova, and Stefano Tsitsipas in our next podcast covering the hardcourt swing. If you'd like to join our fan-favorite reporter team, please send us an email to pk at tennispal.com. There are so many of us tennis fans out there with great stories to tell, and we want to hear yours. Many thanks to TennisPal for sponsoring the podcast. We hope you will visit tennispal.com, and download their excellent tennis app where you can meet people in your city to play tennis with. And a special thanks to Mark Petci for allowing us to record him at the event and for Peter Childs for making the magic happen. Thanks for listening, guys. May all your serves be aces.